All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend, and with me as always is my beautiful co-host, Call Girl Six, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing today? You forgot you was here? Had I think almost about did. It? I was like, wait. Call Girl Six, that's me. Interdimensional travels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, our last podcast got derailed because Fox is a crazy person. Fox is still a crazy person, so I got no promises for this podcast. There's no stopping the fox. Look, I wasn't crazy. We just had other conversations, you know. Okay. Hmm. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> All right. Get straight into it. So, some of the things uh, I got hit up about was. Oh, this I, is coming from our listeners? Yeah, one of the emails okay. I got was like, hey, why you ain't talk about Alec Baldwin? I thought we said something about Alec Baldwin. I think briefly. we did when it first came about. Yeah, I believe, but everything about. was still brand ass new and developing, so yeah, didn't so, go any further. So he went and did an interview, and the interview to me was kind of crazy because I kind of feel like from a from a PR perspective, he would have been better off like um he would have been better off just not doing nothing, like just take the heat or whatever. Because it's like when you come out trying to make it seem like you a victim, or and he would say he's not a victim. That's the PR thing to say or whatever the public affairs type thing they tell you to say, but. When you sit here going on there doing a live broadcast that looked like it's been like it's been so manicured and tele uh, to be televised and everything like that, I'm wondering like how the family feel. Like you just killed my mama, Listen. you know what I'm saying, or, or shot my daddy or something like that. And it's like, oh, let's turn on the news. Here go Alec Baldwin, right? Talking right. about well, I um I'll never do another movie with a gun. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We don't know all the circumstances surrounding that. That's the crazy part. You know who was also killed on movie set. Um, Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee, yeah. Like, what in the world? Like, who is responsible so, for checking these? So to things? break it down, you're supposed to have an armor, and that's what killed me about what Alec Baldwin was saying because he's talking about how you're supposed to have a professional armor, right? So you get an armor that's just your gun person. Now, anytime an actor touches a gun, it comes from that armor. They check to make sure that either a it got the blanks or a it has um there's no live um, b there's no live rounds on the set that the gun is in. You know what I mean? Working order. It's been cleaned. Um, you know what I mean? Just all this stuff. And and they kind of like, yeah, tech guys, your gun tech guys to be like, nah. Um, you know, the, a good armorer tell them like, hey, you just shot 30 shots off. That thing only hold 10. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what he had was uh, Colt 45, right? Old Army. Old like World War One. I, I want to say. I ain't really a classic gun guy, but it's a single action revolver, right? So that's the one. You know the one we use for the training classes that got the little uh, that got the little gate that you got to flip open, and then I got to poke the I got to poke the rod through every cylinder and turn yeah, it. Yeah. Those are the those are that's a single action revolver. So when you operate a single action revolver, you got to ha- you got to cock the hammer yeah. manually mm-hmm. to shoot it. So, but the thing is, if you was to hold the trigger and just smack the hammer back, the gun goes. Oh, that's like an old Western film. Yeah, because it's easy gotcha. to just hold it. Now it's as quick as that other hand can move. You get them shots off instead of. You know what I mean? Cocking, pulling the trigger, cocking, pulling the trigger, right? So he said he didn't pull the trigger. From everything I know about how that gun worked, a single action, uh, a single action revolver, everything I know about how that gun works is like, it's, it's not, the, the hammer just ain't going, you know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. well, I, I didn't pull the trigger. It's like, well, the gun must have not been in working order for the hammer to somehow get cocked and come for I've never seen nothing like that for that gun to go off without so the, my thing is that I don't believe that he did this maliciously. I that's just why, don't. He did not have a reason whole, to kill this woman. Yeah. 
You know, especially he cared about her. You know what I'm saying? They developed this um, camaraderie on set or whatever. I don't care if they did it or they didn't, but it was like if he was going to kill her, it was a whole bunch of ways that a rich right, person right, get somebody killed to ki- and to right, shoot them in front of everybody. In front of everybody. I really don't think that that was it. So whoever, I mean, you have people in charge of all these different things. That person who was in charge of those props, whoever it is, the armory person, whatever you say, that person's um, designated title is, they need to be held accountable for this well, because so they neglected to do their job. So apparently, uh, I forgot where this girl's from because um, the armor was a woman. And apparently she didn't have, they said something to the effect that either A, she's had other incidents, she's either had other incidents or um, it was incidents on that set. So I don't know whether it was other incidents or incidents on that set or whatever, but this ain't like her first time having an accident or something like that um, from what I was hearing, right? And then he tried to, like, pass the buck on everybody. I really think the best thing he could have did was just shut up. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing he could have did was just shut up and go on about his, like, just leave it alone, just be sorry for it and leave it alone. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. I just feel as though people really need to pay attention to what they're doing as far as their job is concerned. This is livelihood. You should take this very seriously because you have someone else's life in your hands. You know, and so for you to do your job the way that you're doing it and neglectfully, I think that you should be held responsible for that. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, he, I think um, the neglect, because it just didn't seem like a lot when he was saying like, um, it didn't seem like a lot when he was saying, it, I, don't, I don't feel the need for him to say, nobody thought that he did this maliciously. So it's kind of like, what are you proving to people? Like, not only was this not malicious, but I also don't want like my, um, I also don't want, like, my movie stuff to go down, right? Like, I also don't want, like, this crazy um, aura to surround me because that shit going to surround him in the film because, like, if you ain't know Alec Baldwin before, especially if you're young, you see Alec Baldwin in the next movie, you're like, oh, that's the dude who uh, that's the dude who shot old who girl. killed somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He'll kill yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he shot somebody. And then I don't even understand. Like, I ain't read the whole report. And if somebody in the chat, they can hit it up. But I don't understand the whole report of how did you shoot two people with a single action revolver. It's like, it's single action. It's like how you live it. It's single action. Look at you. That's my. That's Titan. That's <laughs> Titan on Facetime. You know Titan means business and probably <laughs> he won his video feed. chat for the yeah. day. <laughs> Man, that dude is something different. Oh, you have a demanding eight year old. Very like, demanding. Get on video right now. Since Why you're doing you this video, video, you need to do my video call. What's up? What's up? Yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah, I I don't know how he ended up shooting two people. Well, I guess because he thought the sound that it was making probably wasn't real. What you think? Like, he probably bop, bop, bop. <laughs> That's a like, stupid. Oh. <laughs> I had a gun and it went off like that. <laughs> no, but I think that um, you know, he probably was. He didn't think it actually, you know, did anything to her. I don't know, but wasn't she? What is this right here? I'm looking at all in the. That's the Instagram feed when I was going up there to make sure the camera was still running. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Titan want to call in and demand his <laughs> FaceTime talk. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. So, I think that Alec Baldwin's not going to be held like, even though it's like he kind of was fighting against his own story because he starts saying some stuff about, like, well, I've been on sets and armor always touches the gun. And I think there was one report that she wasn't on the set that day. Like, I don't know how you, you hire a person for one thing. To handle firearms, and it's like the day we're gonna handle firearms. Hey, let her take the day. Right, the firearm lady's not there. Yeah, what the hell? we don't need the firearm lady. We good. That's so, weird. So, I don't, but I don't got the whole report yet. All you got is the hearsay. I don't know about the report or whatever. But as far as it, it's like Alan Baldwin seemed to have known better about how to handle a weapon. As far as an actor, 
I don't know, but I just feel as though yeah, he, he could have just left it alone. Like, if I was Alec Baldwin, I had a shot old girl and shot the other dude or something like that. You know what I would have did? No, I just would have been like, this is this is such a tragedy. I would have. I'm wouldn't, distraught. I would, I'm I distraught. I, I wouldn't no came words. out there talking about how this ain't my fault. This ain't, nobody thought that he maliciously yeah, shot that nobody. woman. Yeah, nobody. So now after you done came out and tried to plead, you know, like thou protest too much. Yeah. Now after you done came I'm out and tried to. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Ain't nobody saying nothing about that. It's What's like up? that guilt. You got, oh, you got that uh, beating heart under the floor. It's like, hey, um, you know what? I don't wonder if anybody think I did it because I right. did it. You know what I mean? You guilty? You're looking a little guilty there, Alec. You got I do to get think that the American people probably felt like, dang, that's messed up. Who che- who's, who checked the guns? It's their fault. It ain't, you know, I don't think that. We're like, oh, yo, he going to kill this lady, like, for what? Yeah, like Alec, Alec Baldwin. It's like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a famous uh, actor. Yours a little more than mine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's like I'm a little, it's like I'm a famous actor. You know what I'm going to do? Kill my executive producer or whatever. That's crazy. So the other thing that I thought was crazy that I keep seeing in the news, right, is uh. JK um JK Rollins. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Yes, the the um Harry Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. It's she wrote like... Harry Potter, right? So she wrote like <laughs> The Flying <laughs> Like uh, I don't know, she wrote nine books. And them shit's all slappers, bestsellers. Yeah, yeah. So she said something just in the defense of women, right? Like they was talking about they was talking about women, and I don't got the exact words, but the way they were saying it, she was up to, like, they said something like, you know, women who have periods or something like that? And she was up to, like, you mean women? And they was just trying to differentiate, like, there's a difference between trans women and women. And all of these people was just, like, thrashing her about being transphobic and all this other shit. And it's like, one, this is the crazy thing. Like, the, the alphabet people going to do what the alphabet people do, but... Harry Potter, the dude who played Harry Potter, you are a nine-figure dude because mm-hmm. of J.K. Rawlings. Yeah. Don't nobody care who you was. Don't nobody care who you are after this. You can't go. There's no movie role that you about to get, and we about to be like, oh, my goodness, this dude is a phenomenal actor. No, you are Harry Potter, dog. Right. That's what you do. I'm telling you right now, if I'm Harry Potter dude, and you put $100 million in my, you put $100 million. Like, mm-hmm. my net worth is $100 and something million. Dollars, 110 I think, when I looked it up. $110 million. Yo, she could have murdered a thousand people, and they would have came on there and be like, "Hey, Mr. Jackson, what do you think about J.K. Rowling?" I would have like, you know, you never know why people do things, and this was a tragedy. Uh, I'm out. Like, you put a hundred million in my pocket. I'm gonna shut up. People got paid less to work for Hitler. Like, you know, what I mean? like my, dudes, mm-hmm. dudes racked up six million, six million bodies for a lot less money than a hundred million. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I think that um, it's getting out of hand. Like I always did. Like I, I'm, I even, I despise the fact that we even talking about this. I'm so sick of talking. I'm about just it. like my, my thing with J.K. Rollins is like, yo, if if I built this shit brick by brick was a person, mm-hmm. it's J.K. Rollins because it's like people are like, well, she didn't have a lot to do with the movie. The movie follows the based books. on her it's, mind. Yeah, it was like <laughs> the movie followed the books. It ain't like they took it and did a loose rendition. It's like the movie was based off the books. It's like the first, what, like six seasons of Game of mm-hmm. Thrones. It was off of, what's his name, George R. R. Martin or whatever. It was based off of his books, based off of his books. Then that shit went straight trash when you take away the creative. Right. So you took away the creative, and then season seven was like, man, what the fuck was is worse. that? And then eight was like, eight was y'all spent like terrible. $30 million on a fight scene and ain't buy a light bulb. <laughs> right, Like, right, didn't right. buy a light bulb in there right. nothing like that. I'm like, that shit is flat out ridiculous, man. Flat out ridiculous. So... I just feel like it's, um, to me, it's just the ungrateful shit about, like, yo, built this shit brick by brick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she built this shit brick by brick. And this is the thing I she I mean, did. she have a right to say and feel how she feels. That's the bottom line. How are you going to say the women who have periods, like, 
It's women. That's women. the only women that have. But it's like she's trying to defend. <laughs> she's defending, not even defending. She's just stating how she feels about women the same way that everybody yeah. says how they feel about everything else. And it's like, oh, no, nah, well, you want to believe what you want to believe, and you don't want to believe what we believe, all right, get them out of here. Or I'm going like to take that. this up even, too. You know how, okay, you, <laughs> you're talking about, like, Black Lives Matter, right? I'm going to use that for this, right? Um, so it's like you saying, well, the people, you know, there's multiple people who dying. Okay, but that doesn't negate my struggle, though, as being a black woman, you know, being, being a black and being a black woman, too. So I think that, um, too, she has a right to defend what she feels is is, is yeah. her, you know, it's her whole being. That's the part of her. That's her. Yeah. That's who she is. Absolutely. Like, how dare you tell her she doesn't have a right to speak about how she feels about herself. Her being here on this plane. Why? How dare you tell her that? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. To me, it's, I don't know. This shit just ridiculous. So, I mean, I'm pro just, J.K. Rowling hey, all day. I'm telling you right now. And it's like, and then y'all going to try to have a whole get together and talk about they're not going to invite J.K. Rowling. It's like, what you mean? That's like the that's like the Bulls championship, th- the two three-peat teams getting together. Like, hey, we're going to have a get together. But we ain't bringing MJ or Phil. You wouldn't be who you are. If it wasn't for her mind, I made you. Mother- I made. Hey, that's Tina. Hey, Ike, I made you. I made she, I, you. Man, she made you. That's just what I, it is. I there would be no you, you if it was not for her mind. Yeah. Say what you want. It's like think about that dude from the dude from Harry Potter. I don't even know his name. Who play Harry? Who's Harry? Who? Who is he? You know his name? The first. Ha- what Harry? movies he been in? I don't know. What has he done? Is that Elijah Wood? I might be wrong, guys. I, I don't. I don't know who he is. You know who he is? Nothing it. without J.K. Rowling. No, I'm, I'm thinking about um, <laughs> my bad. I'm think thinking about, about um, Frodo and them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, other thing in news, news-wise, I wanted to touch on, the Woodley versus Paul fight. So you watched the highlight on that, Tyrone Woodley and uh, Jake Paul. Yeah. It's the second fight. Um, Woodley took the fight on short notice because I forgot who old boy name is. He took it with a four months notice. Hopped into the fight. Wasn't out of shape or nothing like that. Hopped into the fight. You know, they're doing their trash talking, trash talking, trash talking, and then what, six round or whatever, Jake Paul fakes a right hand to the body, Woodley drops his le- left hand, and then he put him to rim sleep. That was funny how he fell, though, because it oh, was he like was he, was just, he was just bopping, and then he, when he dropped the hand, that was it. He just yeah, like, as soon as he fell, he was like, hmm? he changed levels. <laughs> but Arm droop, a face to the floor. But this is what people keep wanting to think about, right, when they get messed up about, like, between MMA and boxing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not a true fan of boxing or have boxed or got, like, a, a working knowledge of boxing, you really can't um you really can't compare a lot of these MMA fighters. Like there's probably a couple of um there's probably a couple of uh people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my boy Sin in the chat. We're gonna get on those too. We about to hit that scent. Mm-hmm. But um so we uh <laughs> so everybody was saying like the fight was staged, it was this and that, cause he changed levels, he hit him. But one of them things that people forget is like Jake Paul been boxing for a while. And people just automatically think, oh, well, you're an MMA fighter. He got knockout power. He got this and that. It's like, no, boxing is different. You know what I mean? Boxing is different. And you're swinging a lot harder with 16-ounce gloves than you are swinging with 4-ounce gloves. 4-ounce gloves, people look like they got crazy knockout power because it's a lot less padding. Mm-hmm. When you punch it with that other pad, it's like you're getting a lot more concussive force. And it's like Jake Paul is really just boxing. That is his discipline. That's why Nate Robinson hopped his little ass in there and got knocked out and became a meme for about a year because they don't respect the sweet science of boxing. Yeah. So these cats get on here and they're like, oh, well, I did this and that. I could box. I they could already box. had the meme for, uh, <laughs> for, for Whitley. 
Oh yeah, he was a meme already. Yeah, that's I I'm died saying. like Woodley. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, but that's what they they hop in this ring that's and they don't respect up. the sport. They just think like, well, I'm tough and I could do this and that. Like Nate Robinson's a phenomenal athlete. Uh huh. But being a phenomenal athlete, it, muscles are different. And anybody, even at the high school level, when you play basketball and football, you play football first everywhere. So we worked out all summer. We did two days, three days in some places, something like that. Then we played football through the. Then we played football up into the fall. And then depending on how deep you got into the playoffs, then you switched over to basketball. Nobody jump shot was wet, especially if you was a linebacker running back. You are building a house the first couple of days of practice because your football coach don't want to see you with a basketball. You in phenomenal shape, so when you run a suicides and wind sprints and everything, you smoking everybody in the basketball team who ain't do nothing. Maybe a couple cats did cross country, but you smoking these dudes, smoking them. And then you go to pull up on that jump shot, and that shit, dong. I mean, you look like yeah. Russell Westbrook on a fast break. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the <laughs> muscles and the discipline is different. Oh, excuse me. So you could say that the fight was staged, but you also just got to acknowledge, like, yo, Jake Paul actually can box. The dude been boxing for a while. Tyrone Willie is is not a boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both got a little bit of a wrestling background, but but Jake Paul is a YouTuber who went and spent all his money to go get actual training. And he just downplays it, and them dudes are selling fights. So he's trying to be like Floyd Mayweather esque. How Floyd Mayweather just know how to sell a fight, right? Like he yeah. gonna talk cold cash shit to you, and then he gonna come in there handle his business, bust your ass, and get it done. And that's what Jake Paul on. But Jake Paul, you see, he's not going after no real boxers mm-hmm. because he know not to go after, and he's not going after top notch strikers. He's going for dudes who are just MMA fighters because they got a big name, notoriety. But he's not going after like this dude ain't gonna go after. He, he not gonna go after like um Canelo Alvarez because Canelo will murder him. Like don't matter the weight class, will murder him. Floyd Mayweather toyed with him, mm-hmm. and Floyd was severely underweight in comparison. But then you put him in there with these other guys, and it's like. I mean, they, they 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 tomato cans in comparison. So we have uh, what Creole boy Derek says. Yeah, man, that fight was staged. Why do you feel it was staged, Derek? What's they up? It was staged because the way because the way he dropped and they, and people want to see Tyrone Willie. He talked about, about the fight afterwards. You know, he talked about the fight afterwards. You know what he saw. He said he saw it coming, but he just he don't know why. He dropped. Yeah, he don't know why. Like he just he saw it coming and he just. But you know what? Thought he was going to be able to slip one in before he can get it there, and it was too late. He was no, like, was I slick. shouldn't even know it. You know, Jake Paul got um. Jake Paul bought him a Rolex before the fight. Oh, that's dope. Like he did it on air and stuff like that. So everybody talking about something. Oh, oh he well, bought you a he Rolex. Him, you gonna sell out? Rolex, so you gonna <laughs> sell the phone. Let me tell you something. Hey, a Rolex ain't enough to let me get my ass wolf on national TV. I'm sorry, I can go buy myself one. It depends on how much you pay me behind. Listen, I don't after know, the Rolex, paid, I don't know how what? much they get paid. I'm telling you right now, it's like you give me a Rolex and talk about some. Hey, Rolex fifty million. Take this L, man. I'm talking about the first whiff. Of a hard punch that come in there. Glass Joe in my ass right about it. Glass Joe in there. Laugh at me if you want to. I'm going to be laughing straight to the bank. They're like, oh, you got knocked out. You got knocked out for free at the bus stop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your boy out here getting dropped <laughs> to, pay, to take care of his family forever. Right. Yeah. You know now, I mean? those fights, those people who, you know, Throw the fights for like large sums of money, like, come on now. I'm sorry. I would probably do something like that because that's worth it for me. That's worth it for me. I'll throw a fight if it's worth it for me and my family. Hey. But for a Rolex, nah, bro. What's up? What's, hey. what's, what's happening after this? I don't know Let what me know. Hey. Like, I'm going to get my ass whooped on national TV for a Rolex. Can't do First it. First whiff of a punch. I done got my ass whooped in a uh, playground for free. For a lot less. <laughs> for a lot less. And I got river danced on by some motherfuckers from, hey. a, different, from a different group. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got my ass river danced on, so whatever. Yo, so somebody um, what somebody just said to talk about the um Travis Hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Sin. Okay. Sin said, let me hear your thoughts on Travis Hunter signing with JSU and the people speaking down on him for it. So F the people. That's what I got to say. The man going to do what's best for him. His, his choice to make, his decision to make. I know he, he did say, you know, that he was set to go, you know, to do with um, FSU. But the man decided at last minute, he probably wouldn't think about it forever. He probably doing what everybody else wanted him to do. But inside, he felt this pulling to go somewhere else and do something. He went with his gut. I, I don't blame him. This is my thing. So, one, Travis Hunter going at JSU shows that Deion Sanders – Primetime is the GOAT. Because hey. not only did at Jackson State, uh, all, uh, HBCU, mm-hmm. he went and got Brittany Renner to come to the school to talk to them. Fucking thought him as prime in the flesh. <laughs> Came to the school and let them boys know what the game really is mm-hmm. so they can understand their value. Because, you know, athletes in college can make money off their likeness now. Mm-hmm. So the oh, college yeah, because yeah, before it was like, oh. Yeah, remember I used to talk about that yeah, before. Like, yo, geez. they need to at least be able to make money off their likeness. Now they can make money off their likeness. Mm-hmm. So so now that they can do that, I feel as though it's way, it's way more fair. But they also worth more money right now. Like before, girls had to get their hooks in them and be like, "Oh, you probably gonna be a number one draft pick." Let me come in. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, "What's your name, boy?" Well, hell, you getting six <laughs> figures right now. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? So one, Deion the goat for that. Two, prime time is the goat for getting Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter is like number one, the number one, number one in the nation, the number one. So my thing about it is. People hating Rick on Travis Rick. Hunter is like you had a, a dude had a Deion Sanders because Deion Sanders with the FSU, mm-hmm. so he took a Deion Sanders signed jersey and burned it because he said you ain't give us no money to FSU and you don't give a damn about us anyway. So burnt the jersey. It's like dude, you a clown because you just burnt something, some memorabilia that's worth a bunch of money, Monties. and you yeah. mad about it because Deion who went for a job at FSU, FSU ain't want him, so he yep. went to a HBCU because he went to FSU first because that's his alma mater. He went yeah. to a HBCU. Jackson State, and now he's recruiting kids. And you know what? That just shows you how people feel about athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so it don't matter what athletes, but especially black athletes because the sport is predominantly dominated by black athletes. You good for the time. The time I need you to do what they you need to you do, to and that's his all. Yeah, it's like a lot of these, like, old-school coaches and institutions, that's why they didn't want to pay these athletes in the first place because it's like, I want you to play my game the way I want it played with my ball. So that way, if you don't do something that I want you to do, I can take this ball and take everything away from you. Now it's not happening. And I think a whole lot more of these kids should go to HBCUs. Like you had the kid, I forgot what sport he played. But the um oh I forget, was it track or something? He's like one of the number one track runners and then the coach said something like, Oh, what you practicing running from the cops? And he left the school. That's so or something like that. You know what? That's not gonna happen at the HBCU. So it's fine. So it's like go to right. an HBCU and Jackson crazy, State wow. University. I hope that they changed. They uh, they don't like move the tides. Where now a lot more number one, number two, top one hundred kids. You know what I mean? When I hope they the- see this and it's a movement. I yeah. I do because to put these HBCUs on the map. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them are, but still, because just continue to go to those who you know who is in support of your community. Yeah, where it's like, all right, now you about to get smacked by a school that nobody thought about before. Right. Okay. Now guess what? Because it's like Travis Hunter gonna go there. He gonna do well, and mm-hmm. also too. He got primetime for a coach. Primetime was one of the greatest corners to ever play the game. Like, I'm talking about anybody who got who got uh had some great catches and stuff like that on primetime, they was elite. We're talking about like Michael Irvin gave him fits one time, had like two hundred and eleven on him in that game at the end where he had to pass interference and uh NFC championship. I would think that it's hard to go to school or to be chosen when there's so many greats at a specific location. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? So you have, let's say you have F- <clears throat> FSU. 
It is warm, yeah. yeah. And then you have, and you have like maybe they have like ten players on team, great as hell. You know what I'm saying? So then you got another school over here that this because he's up against so many different people, you know, in one particular place. If he goes somewhere else, he'll be the only one standing out. I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just giving a generalized opinion about how I feel about it. So he go to a school where there's not too many people that's outshining him. You know what I'm saying? Well, and he kind of like, oh, he stands out immediately. Let me go grab him. Well, go to the NFL. So the thing about people looking for NFL talent Mm -hmm. is like, there's dudes who do nothing but watch offensive linemen. Ain't Mm -hmm. nothing. Ain't nothing entertaining about watching two 300-pound bears wrestle for (laughs) 10 seconds or something like that. So wherever this dude go, if he's elite, like I done seen film on him, he good on both sides of the ball. His route running ain't as clean as I would like it to be, but he's athletically gifted and he's a dog. Like he's a dog from soon as the ball snapped, he on their ass. Um, people was making comments like now everybody everybody was on his dick. Everybody on Travis Hunter dick about coming out of school, coming out of school. Now that he go to JSU, now people want to talk shit about him. Be like, oh, he's toxic, he's poison, he's this and that. Because he doing a lot of showboating. Like he'll catch it on one of his teammates and put the ball on the head. You know what I mean? He'll do all that. And they'll be like, oh, but that's. I mean, that's the immaturity of it all. He'll be groomed to know how to play the game. I feel if there was anybody that could correctly groom him, Mm -hmm. it's going to be Deion Sanders. Showtime, yes. Yeah, primetime. Primetime is one. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm telling you, between primetime and and playmaker, Michael Irvin, them two dudes right there make me want to be a Cowboys fan. I got my mama in me. I said Showtime. Yeah, showtime. That's yeah, my mama. She but yeah, I think family. um, it's one of the things. Getting old guys. Like, what people? If, if you not, if you gonna go somewhere and not be appreciated, and not where you gonna go, then you know what? You should go to. I'm I'm happy that kid go to HBCU. Oh, they changed the narrative about it. Where it's like, hey, go somewhere where people appreciate me. Go somewhere where people understand yeah. my culture. Go somewhere where somebody not gonna say something to me like, hey, what you doing? You you getting ready to you practicing to run from the run cops? From That's the how you got so fast. What kind like, of racist, prejudiced, like, ass like you comment? Yeah, you prick. What, what even make you get off to say that? Say that. To like somebody. that whole staff should be fired for a lot, cause like you, nobody just fires something off like that, and it's like, hey, uh, I'ma just make a racist ass joke. It was a culture for that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like people just, don't, it's not that many people in the world that just feel bold enough, like, like on some Kramer shit. Like I'ma walk into a, a room full of black people and I'ma just start dropping n bombs. There's not a lot of people yeah. like that. You had to have a culture to feel like. I could slide in some off color right, shit. Right, and they ain't going to say nothing. Nothing's going to happen No, they ain't going to say nothing. He just have, he need us money, we need him. No, no he don't. No, wrong. Know. Absolutely. And that's and the that, thing. These these athletes need to know their worth. You know, like, they need you. You don't need them. They need you. Yeah, because at the end of the day, them dudes' whole job rides Depend on you. Depend on you. Like, before, and, and like, in the sports game, it's kind of like how the music game was, where we had these gatekeepers. Before, you had these head coaches of these big schools, and they was like the gatekeepers. If you want to go to the pros, if you want to go to the pros and you're a linebacker, you better go to Penn State. You better do whatever this uh, rapist-ass staff told you to do at that time or something like that. You know what I mean? So you got to do whatever that they say. Now, it ain't, it ain't even the gatekeepers anymore. Now that we got, like, AAU sports, high school sports, and college sports popping out more, and athletes getting more exposure, now they can make money off their likeness. Now that they can make money off their likeness, it's, it's, it's not like it was where everybody else got the power. These dudes can now control their narrative and do some things, right? So I'm feeling like I'm feeling like it was a great move. Absolutely 100% feeling like it was a great move for them to do. I do. I think so, too. Like, I and think I'm, he was really, so I'm a JSU fan. Listening, he was listening to everybody, I think, around him yeah. or what he go thought was his go best. Oh, you know, they're going to – no. And Florida State was my school. That was the school that I wanted to go to instead of going to Rutgers. There was a state that I want to go to instead of going to Rutgers, but I wound up going to Rutgers because it was close to home. 
But you know what? I'm telling you right now, I'm about to go get me a JSU hat. <laughs> JSU jersey. Whatever Travis Hunter jersey is, a JSU. <laughs> hey, hey, brother, I'm going to buy it, and please sign it on the back, Uncle Legend, how much mm-hmm. I owe you. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I think it's a wonderful thing. We'll see how it turns out. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to pop you. Why are you looking at me like you're ready to fight me? I don't know. You be... Hey, all right, Tyrone Woodley. Hey, I ain't gonna go to no body. sleep. <laughs> rim sleep. <laughs> All right, so what's I know how to put you to rim sleep? Hey, hey, this is anyway, a PG go to the next topic. podcast. Next podcast. So, I mean, next topic. I'm sorry, you don't got me all flustered. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little flush out here. I'm I mean, back. That's what I do. I'm back. All right, so, question that I had, I was thinking about, you know, when I get into my thoughts about things. When we get old, do our views actually change or are we institutionalized? When we get older. Oh, wow. I think it's a bit of both. Because, you know, and, and and to give you, like, the background, I'm thinking, so I said something, like, my grandfather always told me when I was younger, he would say, he would always say, like, hey, you spend your whole youth, you spend your youth to get money. All your time you spend it to get money. And then once you get that money, Chasing you spend all of that money to try to get that time back. So one of the things I find crazy is that when you get to a certain point, when you get to a certain point, how do you feel like, like, for instance, there's a whole bunch of shit that you want to set, like, you want right, like, when you're young. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was young, it was like, I just want a badass car. I want, I want to, I want bad, I want some dope-ass jewelry. I just want to be in some dope shit, get some fire-ass tattoos and do all of that. And then it's like, once I get the money to afford all that stuff, I'm like, man, I might need to get some whole life insurance or something. Right. <laughs> you know I what I'm saying? Like, I need a house life. instead of this two-bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Something with some equity. What's going on? You know on? what I mean? Let me get a little mm-hmm. something with some equity. So, like, I, what right. I'm saying is I'm wondering, like, do, do you really think that's a – do you think that's just our evolution? Um, so, I do think it could be a part of the evolution process, the evolutionary process, because we develop the sense of what matters, right? When you hit a certain age, it's like, yo – what have I been doing all this time? This doesn't matter here. My existence here is based on what? Chasing these things I mean, everybody I cannot... don't find that view, though, because that's like a you believe in a higher power view. Everybody ain't got that. Even if they don't believe in a higher power, they do get to a point where they're like, yo, I can't take all of this stuff with me. I have this, but there has to be something more. That's why you see people like Will Smith out there exploring the world right now yeah you know what i'm saying what i'm saying he has chased everything and got everything he desired nah, so not, now not what really he ain't get everything he desired what else he desired he wanted a wife that don't make him feel sad that wife don't make him feel sad if he made him feel sad he wouldn't be he wouldn't be with him he said it himself he said he was crying he said jay do you make me feel sad no, he ain't gonna say to Jada. Jada, Jada from Baltimore. She might pop him in the mouth. Anyway, don't anyway, we, let's not Baltimore. speculate about their relationship. I'm gonna speculate about I, don't fuck with bros. To be Baltimore. honest, I think they have the most beautiful relationship I've seen in the public eye. That I've seen in public eye. That let could me, be better. Let me tell you this: the most truthful and open one. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, my truthful and open yes. and beautiful is two different things. People, I think it's beautiful. No. It's hard, but it's beautiful. <laughs> no, and that's the no, beauty no, no, of no, no. it. That's the equivalent of when people say some shit when they up here like, oh, and this is a this is a perfect example. When dudes would be like, oh, I like women to be natural. So then a woman would come out there looking like she came off Gremlins too, And then she like, I thought you said you like them natural. You still got to be attractive. <laughs> like you can't look, you know what I mean? You can't look, look like, a, and then be talking about, you, uh, you want them to be natural. Growth is hard, right? We can both agree to that. Yeah. Growth is terribly hard. And I think that that's what makes it so beautiful for them because at the end of the day, regardless of what they go through, they still chose each other, not for the media, not for anybody else. It's for themselves because they know who they are to each other. 
I don't got nothing to do the point I made when you said that Will is. had everything he wanted. He do have he everything don't. he wants because that's what he wanted. That's what he still have, and that's what he going to keep. He ain't got no choice. That's that, what he going to keep. She from Just Baltimore. like you. This is what she you going to keep. Don't, that don't sound like a choice. It is a choice. What's my choice? Leave. What's the What's the consequences? It don't Does it matter? Yeah. It don't matter what the consequences, consequences are. Consequences matter a lot. It don't matter. Because you know, if you're you, going to do what you desire. No, because you know, if you, you walk off. You get your desire. Because you know, if you walk off, your whole chest cavity on the street. <laughs> but but no, um, so what I'm saying is, is like, is it actually our shift? Because a lot of times I feel like people don't have an opinion. Like, I feel like most things that people see, they don't have an opinion. So it's kind of like something happens. And then I think more than half the population will go to social media and be like, oh, something happened? Oh, that's crazy. Now let me go to social media. Let me see what everybody's opinion is. Oh, what is their opinion? Okay, cool. What is their opinion? Now, who do I align with? Okay, now this is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, like I was saying, they do get to a point where it's still like, you know, I, I've have, I have all this. I chase this. I got it. Now, what else is there? They look for something else. So I, I do think that yes, of course, as we young, we try to do whatever else the world is doing. We think whatever else the world tells us to think. I mean, some is of it us. is it always that? Because I feel like you get institutionalized as you get older. Because it's kind of like when you have those revolutionary thoughts, mm-hmm. when you like, I want to change the world, I want to do this and that, da, da 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 all this, that. You have that when you're young. And then as we get older, now the older men become counsel while the young men still have the fire to fight said battle or whatever, right? Because so that part right there, what you just said, is the institutionalized part to me. Like having the fire, oh, I'm going to change the world. That's what we're, what we're bred to believe that. We can grow up and change this whole ass world. And no, everybody in it. I guess yep. I think different because I feel like people, when in the beginning, when you look at it, you look at it and you're like, this is fucked up. And you realize this is fucked up. And you're like, I want to change the thing that's fucked up. And I think what happens when you get older is you get institutionalized because you're like, this is the machine. I can't stop the machine. So am I still willing to at this age? Like at 18, I'm willing to raise all the hell in the world. Mm-hmm. Now it's like if I'm 48, am I still willing to restart from zero? Because at 18, I can restart. It's, I could restart at night. I could restart. I could throw this whole year away and restart. It's hard for me to restart at 48 years old. You know what I mean? I, so what I'm saying is, is like you got that fire and you want it and you see a problem. And you're like, I have to change this problem. I know this problem got to change. But then when you're older, it's like, I would love for that thing to change. But I, I got a got family. I got I kids. Got I got grandpa. I, you know what I mean? I don't got the fight to fight this battle and I'm not willing to sacrifice everything for it. No, I don't think it's institutionalized. I think that you think about what's more important to you. To you at that time. And it's going to be the simple things like for life preserving. I don't think so. I don't think it comes from anything besides self-preservation. You know, what makes, what will make me happy, what it will take to keep me here for those things that matter, i.e. my family. You know, me providing the lifestyle for said family. Even the homie Sin talking about something. Older you get, the more you got to lose, and the less you're willing to go against the grain. Yeah, you less yeah, willing to go against the grain yes. as you get older. But I'm saying that's part of the institution. Is the problem still not the problem? No. How I is th- that institutionalism though? How is that? How because is that you give because it's like when you become part of an institution, whether it's jail, whether it's the military, whether it's a coaching system or whatever, you have your way of thinking things, and then people change your thing, change the way that you think things to fit the institution. I think it's backwards. I think you have it backwards. When you're younger, you are institutionalized to think that these things are supposed to be this way. Yeah. And you have that fight in you to try to do whatever it said was supposed to be done. No, when you get older, like, no, nah, none of that stuff don't matter to me. This is what matters to me. My seed matters to me. 
how I'm going to provide for them, how I'm going to set them up for the next generation matters to me. Spending time with my family matters to me. Spending time on myself matters to me. My ascension here matters to me. You don't got to believe in the uh, supernatural power, but sometimes you just like, none of this stuff I've been fighting for this whole time matters right now in this moment. And it doesn't matter because you've been institutionalized. That's so why what's the institution matter. says then when you get that old? It says that you don't need to worry about anything else but you. Is that what it says? That's pretty much how the institution is built around the, the framing for the institution. You could say whatever it is, right? Like, for instance, you could put you, I could build a fence around you and then I could say, I'm just going to put this nice net over the top. I'm still putting you in a cage. I'm just putting you in a soft case. So an instance, what happens with an institution is that it tells you how you have to think, how you have to survive, what you have to do to be a good model citizen, to be a good American, to be a good European, to be a good whatever country you're in or something like that. So that's what an institution does. Like when you go to jail and get institutionalized, you don't become like, oh, I want to be tough all the time. No, now you have to personify all of these things to institutionalize. Like when you get join the military, we call it a company man. You have to become a company man. So that people will look at it and be like, all right, well, he's not a troublemaker. I'm going right, to put him in charge of this. I'm going to push him that. That's what I'm saying. And that comes as you're older. It nah. doesn't come when you're younger because when you're younger, that's when you raise hell. Hell raises a young. There's no 45-year-old dudes that's like, but everybody, let's get together and raise hell. Unless they're hell's why, angels. Do you know why you raise hell when you're young? Because you've been underneath this parental guidance for so long. You want to have your own purpose and reason to validate yourself. That's why you raise hell. You want to figure, oh, what they're fighting about. Oh, oh, that's about me too. So let me go ahead. I need a cause now. So it is institutionalism. And it's fine so, as no. growing up like rebellion, that. Re- rebellion is not. Rebellion is, is natural at a cause. And I just feel like it's like if rebellion comes, it didn't come like old men aren't the one who want to rebel. They don't have the fire to fight. Rebellion comes from the young people who aren't. Because that's you, not the more the longer that is being because you're getting old and you don't have the strength to knock up whatever out. <laughs> I was about to cry. What were you about to say, Fox? <laughs> Nothing. You was about to knock an MF out? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or was it even worse? I'm not institutionalized because when I get in my 70s or my 80s, that I, my punch is not as hard as it is now in my 30s. You know? That's, that's going to be somebody a lot stronger than me coming up that's going to knock me out. It's probably going to be my last breath. So I'm not trying it's to gonna risk that. It's going to be their last that. breath, too, if I'm right there because I'm a sender. <laughs> See, they make up. Hey, I don't talk about as soon as the police get there, I'm gonna be like, hey baby, boys. Send me. <laughs> send me with my baby. <laughs> like, hey. But that's what I mean. Like, I'm that's that doesn't make me uh, institutional. I'm gonna I'm agree to disagree. We'll come back to this on another podcast. Yes, we're gonna come topic. back. But I don't to this. What y'all think? I don't agree. It's like like the home like the homie since said, mirror tricks. What does that mean? Mary Tricks. Creole mean, boy. What does that mean? No, nah, we're going to finish this on another podcast. What are the topics we got? No, why we just can't finish it here? We got we got all these years and days to talk about other topics. You're lucky we don't be celebrating all the holidays. Or you'll be hurting us we right don't. now. We don't. I don't celebrate all the holidays. I don't celebrate all the holidays. I don't Brew mama. Institutionalist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what it is. So what's some of the stuff that you had? I, I got some. Uh, so I can keep Let's rolling with some of my time. Rolling. All right. So I, I made a post earlier where I said people want everything. So I said you can get people to shirt off your back. Hey, people in the chat. <laughs> I see y'all seeing us. I see Instagram y'all seeing and us, Facebook. seeing you, seeing what's us. What's up? So I said um, you can get somebody to shirt off your back. And they'll make up a story in their head or something like that to say that you're selfish for not giving them the pants. 
Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what you mean? Like, your pants, pants? Like, give me no, that deep sa- pants? No, or- no, what I'm saying is it's like, like, I give you <laughs> the shirt off my back. And then it's like, damn, I give you the shirt off my back. And then you over here like, damn, this dude got pants, shoes, and a hat. And all he gave me was a shirt. Yeah, and then you there's go some talk, people out there in the and, world. But, and, but then you go out there and talk to people who also did, wouldn't give you a fucking pot to piss in a window who to throw it Who never gave of. you anything yeah. besides the person that gave you the shirt. Yeah, yeah and who never gave you anything. It's like, yo. I'm going to go talk shit with them about you. Said person who gave the shirt. Who gave the shirt. Who's now freezing. Who's now freezing <laughs> because I didn't. And now I you, get you it shitting now. on yeah. me because I didn't give you the pants. But this person wouldn't even give you, wouldn't left your text on red. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's wild to me. when It's wild to me when people do that. And then it made me think when I'm like, yo, you know what it is? So many times people want everything from one source. So that's the reason why businesses fail, right? So like for a business to the 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 rock, you need multiple sources of income. Like Amazon ain't just throwing packages. That's their loss leader. That's why they can afford to make packages so cheap and the products so cheap to send out, right? So people don't want they want to get it from one source. They just want to find this fountain of youth, this gold mine and be like, boom, I got this gold mine that just keeps pumping. It's like you want to invest the gold in something else and no, 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 go, go, go. We can invest the parasite, oil. Parasite, go, parasite. go, 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 go. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, the gold's slowing up or Oh, I can only get one thing of gold ahead. hand. Like, now I want all of this gold I'm so I can keep over up the with the Jones. Yeah, <laughs> you know? now I'm doing this and that, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is why a lot of times with relationships and everything don't work because people, it, the, the fact of the matter is, like we said, if you're going to be in a relationship, the fact of the matter is any relationship, you got to settle. Mm. Like, the fact of the matter is you got to settle because it's like you had this thought. You either got to change your mindset completely mm-hmm. or you got to settle. So you had this thought of, like, these are the 10,000 things I want. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to meet them 10,000 things. So, oh, I thought you were about to throw up. I'm like, we ain't turning them cameras off for this. Everybody going to see. I'm not throwing up on camera. No, but um, so people people want everything from one source, right? And it's like, the thing is, you have to get it from multiple. Mm -hmm. Like, you want to get all your teachings from one person. Mm -hmm. You get a trainer. I want to get all my training from this one person. It's like, why don't you go to these other trainers? Why don't you do this and that? Why don't you go to these other sources of income? Why don't you put this other type of work in? It's like, no, I want it all. Yeah, and, and then people, and Sin, Sin just hit it on the head. He said, I love you until you can't do anything for me. Mm. And that's what the difference is. It's like people that's, who, yeah. when you doing everything that a person want, love you, love you, love you, love you. Oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. But then it's like when shit hit the fan, that's another reason why when we did that podcast about why relationships don't last. When you, you could be doing, you want 10 things from me. I could mm-hmm. do nine of them. And then you're like, oh, it's only nine. You know what I'm saying? You do nine out of ten things for me, and then I'm like, damn, you only do nine? I think I could find better elsewhere. Really? You going to play them odds? You know what I mean? So people do that, and then go talk to the same people that ain't do shit like, no. And, and Boosie said some shit where he said, like, yo, fall back and let them people and let them people get it from the people that they talk so highly about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I posted. That's the only way you will see something like that. You know, that's the only way you will see or that person will see who is really, you know, in their corner in the first place. You know, whatever it is, whatever situation you're going through, you know, you 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 feel some type of, why are you stroking me like that? Uh, hey, stroking your head. You know, we <laughs> still got an audio podcast we put out. <laughs> Don't make it seem like it went down like I'm that. Saying, my man, like, I don't know. I get me turned up in another way. You want to do an intermission or something? I no, I'm good. It. I'm good. I can sweat on camera. I ain't the cute anyway. Okay, so anyway, I forgot what I was saying. Now you going to take me. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I think I was saying so. Some people, 
you know, that would let them see exactly who was really in a corner and who was not in their corner. Yeah. You know, we have so many times where we enter a situation or we enter whatever, just like you were saying, just because somebody or given to you or, you know, having to maneuver certain things just so you can have or not lack, um, you want more. But then at the end of the day, like, you're going to trash this person because the more that they give you ain't the more that you expected, but nobody else give you anything. Yeah, It's you like, know, you, it's needed, like- <laughs> you needed $100. I only had 75 so I had two. So I probably had two hundred dollars. You looked at it and you was like, "I think he got two hundred dollars." And then you needed a hundred dollars. I gave you seventy five. Nobody else gave and you, you shit. Get mad. And then you shit on me for yeah, giving you seventy five. I understand that one hundred percent. Like that's wild to me. That has happened to me on multiple occasions of my life. That's why I'm like Miss Pat. No, you know. That's why certain I things to- I do care about that I do you know give myself to, but other things no. And that's why I got into the idea of just understanding I'm going to be the bad guy because it's just like. The amount of effort, because I got so caught up when I read the 48 Laws of Power. One of the things you do is you protect your reputation at all costs. So I'm like, well, I got to I gotta protect I my reputation. I do not. I'm just telling you, that law right there, whatever number, numeral, that is. Numeral. I'm just telling you. <laughs> that's something I do not like about you, that you want to protect your reputation at all costs. Like, I don't give a, me, that, and that's where we're opposite. Like, I don't give a damn about what people think about this person here because they don't take care of me. You know what I'm saying? But you want to be the good guy all the time. You want to make sure no, everybody's good. Make sure that I ain't with all of that. Like, I don't give a damn. It's not about being a good guy. It's about understanding the like, you protect your reputation, <laughs> meaning that like this, right? And and I think when the 48 Laws of Power talk about it, they're talking about protecting reputation at all costs. Like, for instance, if, if we was famous and then some woman was to be like, oh, she was in uh, the um, meeting room with me while we were shooting the movie and said I sexually harassed her. I'm about to thrash her fucking name because mm-hmm. you know what? The fact of the matter is I'm you were taking food out of my mouth by making that accusation. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to protect my reputation at all costs. So it's a straight smear campaign. It's like, she ain't shit. This is why I know she ain't shit. Blase, blase, blah. She said this about me because that's the only way for a man, especially, uh, especially when you're talking about a man in that situation, to protect his reputation is like you got to go on the offensive. The smear? No, I think there's other ways. No, no, you can say that. no. You think that from a moral standpoint, but I'm talking about financial standpoint. As soon as a man is accused of um, sexual assault, anything like that, his money dry up. Name a case where I'm wrong. He's in cancel culture. Cancel culture. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you know what you do? Come back next year. You meet it right. Like before, it used to be. Before we lived in a world where it's like I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. Mm-hmm. And now we live in a world where it's like. I got time today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the difference. It's the evolution of Bruno Mars. Yeah. You know what I mean? I jump on a grenade for you to this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's the evolution of Bruno Mars out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's what we at with. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't be getting it. And What's up, Scorched Earth? Hey, Amanda. Shooters out here, Scorched Earth. Yes. That's, that's the homie, Shooter. But um, yeah, but I mean that's how I be feeling about like that's 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 just the evolution. So that's what I be feeling about, and that's what I'm understanding the difference between protect your protect your reputation at all costs. Because it's a difference between protecting your reputation for your livelihood mm-hmm. and giving a fuck what people think about yeah. you. So there's a difference there, and I understand that as I have gotten older and mature. Okay, so now you explain that that's fine. I get it, but at first I'm like protect your reputation. Like you got to be this goody <laughs> this goody person just so nah. this person don't say nothing about nah, you. Like nah, I with none of that. I, you no, can say what you want. Simp but what energy. you're not gonna do is bring that to me in my face. Let me see it. BDE. Because that's when all of it gonna come out after that. And whatever you wanna do after that, we can do it. 
Looks like you want box? Let's go. <laughs> get, the hand went too high. I was gonna go right to the body shot. Exactly. Boom, he was gonna be over here. I get ready, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Fox sleep, y'all. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, I died. I died. Fox I died Woodley like out Woodley. here. I died. <laughs> yeah, so um, what y'all got out there? What's up? I see y'all looking. What y'all looking at? I, don't, uh, I got one. On? I got one from my homie. I got one from my homie. I'm gonna leave him nameless for this because of how personal it was that he said. But we 49 in right now. He told you that we 49 in? No. Oh, we I was fo- about I'm to say. we 49 I was about to. <laughs> Come on now. This is my personal. We 49 in. Like, he told you that? Who is this, this- person? Let me let me blast him real quick. 49 <laughs> nope. in. What you want? You on the time? You got somewhere else to be? You got something you got to do? got time today. <laughs> I ain't messing with it. So, well, um, did you, Fox, did you do your homework? No, I never do homework. I'm a great test taker, though. What's up? I'm just saying, <laughs> did you do your homework on? Oh, Lord, I feel like I got anxiety now. All of a sudden, my What's the can't make this shit up for this one? Huh? No, we said we wasn't going to do the can't make this shit no, up. No, we said we wasn't going to do the. Oh, the gun to the head the because the head, the people yeah. been slipping. I think we're going to stop doing the gun to the head because until the people send us gun to the heads like they used to. They used to just roll them all in. Now they just want to be y'all. Oh, they going to bring them. To- no. No, y'all gonna bring them because that's what y'all want to talk about. That's what y'all want to know, what y'all nosy self. So that's what y'all want to know. So that's what you're gonna do. Let me see if I had, um, can't make this it. I don't think I did for this other podcast. We were supposed to do that. We got derailed on. Because of you. You saw the, you saw the, you saw what that podcast said. We 49 in. That's crazy. I don't feel like we've been talking much. Why this. Those, why women hard to please? Oh, the why, well, that's 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 a long one. Why women hard to please? Just say it. It actually is not. Oh it's my so God. simple. <laughs> Just give them the moon, the stars, and then they're gonna bitch about the rest of the planet. We going in the fox den on that one. So we going that's to fox the den. Don't podcast. invite me then. I'm gonna just set the podcast oh, you, up. You and gonna leave. sit right here, and you are gonna be right here. And I'm since you want to know why women so hard this. to please, I'm about to tell you right now. It's real easy. I'm about to do all Bruno Mars tapes. <clears throat> this. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> That's about you. About to get all of that Bruno Mars energy. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Though these topics right here is good. They yeah, so it's good. good for the next one. Go. We'll rock that in. Oh there. yeah. So nothing. You ain't got nothing. No, nothing. I didn't do anything. Executive producer. Let me see. Nothing. What's crazy? What's crazy out there in the streets? Nothing. Sad, sad news. There was a boy, a little boy, walking around in Baltimore, nameless. Parents ain't pick them up till two days later. They don't want to. They don't want to find. Oh, they high as a light bill. High as a light bill, right? They were scared. In the middle of the night, he was found at three a.m. I couldn't believe that. What am I getting Baltimore news because we drove through Baltimore probably? Yeah, because we driving to Baltimore. But (laughs) oh my god, no, I don't have anything for that. Nothing. Okay, so. Why is, your, why is your hand on my my drink cup? You got because some, I was going you got over more in yours board. than mine. I was going for the board. No. Ah! <laughs> this is what I got to deal with. Mm. Uh, oh, my God. You messing ah. up my shit. Hey. All right, Fox. We ain't got no gun in your head because the listeners been failing us. Man, she got caught up on my neck, man. Stood a little bit on my cell That's what camera. you get for being greedy and... Hey. Just out of character. I'm about just, to just shoot. I'm about to just shoot some dad disgusting. jokes at you. Dad jokes. Who gave me dad joke? 
Nobody. Oh. Me, I'm giving you a dad joke. I thought Amanda was going to come through with the dad joke. I don't thing. know. Boy. That's going to be her job, man. We're going to put you on the payroll. Amanda, Amanda how much you pay like we got to give you? like 0.01 cents. Yeah. Okay. We're going to give you. But we love you. We're going to give you <laughs> 0.05% of the podcast profit <laughs> to come with the dad jokes. Right now, the profit margin is zero. <laughs> so you might have to start paying us take to give us dad jokes. Take, take, take 5% from that. Man. Fox, what do you call a sad cup of coffee? I'm not even looking at that. It's so funny you put your hand right there because I'm not even This. Whatever. I don't know. Depresso. I didn't like that one. That was lame. Dad joke game ain't tight. Nah, it ain't tight. Anyway, we can end this. We can end this. So what's up, people? We see y'all in here. What y'all thinking? What y'all talking about? I know. We'll give them a minute in here. We're going to give y'all 30 seconds to tell tell us what y'all feeling, what y'all thinking. How was your day? What are you thinking about? It's not now. <laughs> what hey, he said, Creole boy. Hey, he said it ain't it ain't that bad now. Now that the rose is here, y'all be what roses. The rose. Oh, the rose. The, oh. Yo, he, oh, the I, rose. I don't have a rose, but I've been hearing about it, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and get one. This, I just never needed to get. <laughs> I never needed no to get one, but I might try it and give you a review. Want y'all get a review on it? No review. Yo, I'm telling you <laughs> right now, women is literally out here right now going and getting. <laughs> All types of heavy duty machinery, like the shit that I'm out here building horse fences with. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all getting right now, putting between your legs, and then be like, "Why can't you give me 7,500 psi and 3,000 revolutions per minute?" So I think that this- the man needs to pay attention to what makes a woman go to get those things, rather than the fact that she has those things. Letting them. Wear That's pants the problem. Y'all worried about the wrong thing. Worry about what is making us going to do that. And once that's solved, then worried. you don't have to since worry about, about go, it. Since you about to go get one. I'm going to do it for a review. Hold on. Let me reach off camera to grab my gun. You better not. This man is in the house with sweatpants on, wearing. Back up. Let me see what kind of gun this is. Let me see what kind hey, of you hit the music? Why are you in the house with sweatpants? Do your job. Do your job, oh executive producer. Don't worry about <laughs> what, kind of, what type of gun it is. Yeah. Hit us up. Ask about the legend at gmail.com for whatever it is. Thoughts, not thoughts. Criticism, not. <laughs> no, that's a separate line. Anyway, hit us up. Exuncleagend at gmail.com. We appreciate all of your support and you guys' participation. Have a good one. Peace. Peace. Why? Music's still playing. Jesus, friends, at this point. <laughs>